boy AY repping PC crew. You already know what it is that we came to do. We be rapping and singing and filming and acting. Yes, we making moves while the rest just reacting. I'm on your day test slow, see me as I go. So while you hanging out, trying to be in my photo. Opportunities, I'm giving back to the community. Haters want to step, give me fame, that's all you do to me. Cause people, them, they hail us like red, then they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest. Head and shoulders like a foster, it's a parent. We got living in my heart, victory isn't there. Now it's up, up, and away. You know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating. I tell deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. I am Welcome to the Don Jenkins Show. I am Coach Don Jenkins. This show is where we are transforming lives through inspiration, motivation, and coaching skills by using biblical and practical life principles. As your coach, Don Jenkins, I am a spiritual coach, but I'm also a health and fitness coach, and I'm also a certified master life coach and motivational coach. So we will be dealing with a wide variety of different topics during this show, all about your spiritual, your physical, your mental, your emotional. The, the purpose of this show is helping you and me coaching you and helping you and I go to the next level. So this is where we get better. We get better. This is your moment to get better. This is your hour to get better. This is your time to get better. Encourage yourself, says, I am getting better. 
better. Yeah, as your coach, my job is to encourage you and to inspire you and to motivate you and to give you some principles so that every day that you use these principles, you're going to the next level. You're getting better spiritually. You're getting better mentally. You're getting better emotionally. You're getting better health and wellness wise. Somebody says getting better. I'm so excited. This is only our third show here and we have a special show here. I have amazing guests that uh, is going to come forth and she's going to share. She's a mighty woman of God, anointed and appointed by God. And I just can't wait to uh, let her do what she's has been called to do to be a blessing to you and to be a blessing to me. The first couple of weeks we've been putting this show, we've been putting God first in this show uh, because in our life we want God to be number one. We want him to be first. So out of all the wide variety of different inspiration, motivational topics we're going to talk about, the month of October is we're dedicating this show and dedicating it to our Lord and Savior. Without my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be anything, and I can't do anything. He is my source. He is the head of my life. He's my shepherd. He's my salvation. He's uh, my peace, my joy, my wisdom, my love. He's everything. And so this month of October, we have dedicated it to the Lord. We talked about putting God first in everything we do. We talked about loving God, loving people, and also loving yourself. And now tonight's topic, we're going to talk about a little bit of our prayer. We're going to talk about a little bit of worship and then we're going to turn the woman of of God loose and she's going to give you give us what God has put in her her spirit so um, get ready get ready get ready I'm so excited uh, for what God is doing in my life and I'm excited for what he's doing in your life again this is your moment This is the moment God has given you. This is the time God has given you. Whatever, I heard a word from my bishop today, and it says, obey God. Whatever God has told you to do, whatever he's put in your spirit, whatever he's given you of visions and dreams, tomorrow's not promised. Obey the voice of God. Obey the spirit of God. Obey the word of God. (laughs) Obey the ways of God. What God has for you is for you, but we got to walk in a spirit of obedience. And he told me to tell you on this evening that God, what God has for you is for you, but you got to obey it. I had an opportunity to do this show over a year ago and I finally obeyed the call. Now I have moved into another place. I have moved into another dimension of my, my walk towards my journey. And I'm telling you, whatever he told you to do, obey him, obey him, obey God, obey God. What God has for you is for you. So anyways, this show is about putting God first, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come now in the name of Jesus, giving you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and all the thanksgiving. We thank you, God, in everything. We thank you for all things, and we thank you for the Don Jenkins show, God. We put it in your hands, God, and we say, God, whatever your will is, let your will be done, God. We ask, God, that you will speak through me and through all the guests that come on this show to speak to everybody that's under the sound of our voice. Meet them where they are, God. Touch their hearts, God. Transform 
transform their minds, God, that you will change their life, God. God, I pray, God, that we will all get better, God. We will go, get better. We will go higher in you and we'll go to that greater place that you have for all of us, God. So, God, manifest your presence, manifest your word, manifest your spirit. Use this show, God, to transform and change life. We promise to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Stick with us. I will be right back. We got a powerhouse speaker that's about to come forth. I'll see you in a minute. That's all you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they, they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster, it's a parent. We got living in my heart, victory, it's inherent. Now it's up, up, and away, you know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church that congregating, I don't deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. I am a winner, I am a Welcome back to the Don Jenkins Show. I'm so excited about this evening. We have a special guest here. Her name is Elder Gloria. She is the church administrator of the Voice Church under the spiritual leadership and tutors of Bishop-elect William Andrew Best, Jr., the Voice Church Law Maryland. Over the years, she has held many positions at other churches and ministries. She has earned a bachelor's degree in the year 2000 in the biblical studies in 2012. She earned her bachelor's degree in business and administration in 2016, a master's degree in religion. Elder Gloria Holiday has established Center of Renewal Ministries Incorporation in 1998, Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor Ministry in 2008, an intercessor prayer ministry which had, has the mandate to pray for Christian church leaders and men, especially men of color, those who are or have been incarcerated. Micah 4.13 and Isaiah 41.15. She also uh, is the uh, 
founder of the Higher Design for Living Ministry in 2010, a teaching ministry focused on renewing the mind, Revelation 4.1 and Romans 12.2. She is also the founder and executive producer and host for two, for two internet radio shows. The Higher Design for Living show, it's an internet radio show, was established February 2010. The show provides regular teaching and preaching and, and uh, periodic uh, prophecy. Um, she also um, has started the Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor, a time of intercession show. Uh, Blogtalkradio.com, Higher Design for Living, uh, starts, uh, matter of fact, this Friday coming up, November 1st at 9 p.m. Um, welcome, Elder. It's good to have you on the Don Jenkins Show. L ladies and gentlemen, she is anointed and appointed by God. She is a powerhouse for the kingdom of God, and we are just excited to have you as our first guest ever. Wow. On, watch this, the third show. You know the number three. God is up to something great. So welcome, Elder. We're glad to have you here. Amen, 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 amen. Well, let's dive into it because I want to maximize the time and I want to turn you loose so that you can speak a word to all of us. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. So I want to talk to you about a couple topics about worship and also about prayer. And um, take your time, whatever the Lord does, just have your way here today. So um, uh, what, what is worship? What is worship and uh, what is the, why should we worship and what are the benefits of worship? And I'm just turning it over to you. Go ahead. Have your way. What is worship? Uh, you know, we could be here all night if we talk about all of what that means, but uh, Worship, as we talk about worshiping our, our God, our, our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, as we talk about worshiping God himself, our Heavenly Father, um, it's worship is worship, recognizing him for who he is, giving him the honor and the praise for who he is, mm. um, knowing him for, for ourselves Amen. so that we can worship him because if you don't know the worth of something, then you can't really value it. Mm. And so to the degree that we can humanly uh, know uh, the worship of God, then we honor him, we exalt him. Uh, when we come to church on Sunday, even during our prayer time, devotion time, and in daily life, we worship him and we worship him by how we live, are we living in a way that will honor him? My God. Are we living in a way that will bring him glory? Amen. Um, are we honoring him in a way, as the word says, being that living epistle, um, that people are able to read the word of God, to mm. read God, to know God by how we live. Mm. And so um, so that worship is, is honoring him in everything not uh, just when we go to church on Sunday, so not a, when we're just around other people. So it's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle, mm. yes. A yes. lifestyle of how we honor him yes. in the things that we do. Yes. Amen. And the things that we do and how we live, even how we think, because we're going to talk about how we think in Amen. a little while, but uh, even in our thought life. Uh, what am I thinking about? Mm. What am I focusing on? Mm. Is is my focus primarily not just on God in in the sense of, of scripture, 
but on the principles of God. Mm. Um, how am I thinking about him? Uh, uh, when when, uh, when we talk about character, talk about integrity, how am I when there's nobody around? And so that's that's a form a form of worship. I a lot of times about what we give, how we spend our time, how we spend our money, uh, how we treat people. Difference in worship. Amen. You know, when we were in the world, and even when we look at uh, those that are in the world, we see folks that worship their cars, and they worship their football teams, and they worship even their uh, their better half. Um, uh, and then they put God secondary or, or, or last, um, but God is not calling us to worship man or worship any idol. Can you go into that a little bit? Yes, when everything that we have, nothing that we have belongs to us. God is the one who enables us. God is the one if we're married or in, in a, a relationship. That God is the one who connects us to or allows us to be connected to that man, to that woman. And so when we talk about, again, when we're talking about worship, if I have my husband or my wife above my relationship with God, then mm. that's called idolatry. My goodness. Um, you teach know, us, we look throughout scripture where God, you know, many times the Israelites got into trouble because they were worshiping other gods. Mm. So yeah, your God can be your job, can be your children, it can be your husband. It can be anything but God, but, but God should come first. And, and so when we talk about worshiping God coming first, it's not necessarily about uh, what we do in the activity, <clears throat> but it's about how, how we spend our time, what, what time of devotion, what time of reflecting, what quiet time, uh, just, just communicating with God, not just necessarily about us praying and asking for anything, but mainly listening, listening, asking Amen. God, what does he want? How does he want us to, to go for? What's his purpose and his plan? And, and allowing and, or yielding, I would say, to God's purpose and plan. But you don't know it if you don't spend the time. My, so my, it's just my. like with your husband or your wife, you don't know them if you don't spend time with them, Amen. if you don't communicate with them. Amen. So it's the same thing uh, with God. He's considered our husbandman. He's mm. considered the one who's our source and that takes care of us. And so uh, when we think about worship and as it relates to that, because we were created to worship. And I yes. think there's a song, I was created to worship. And so we're, we're created to worship. Amen. And so like you said, we're going to worship something Amen. or somebody. And you could be even worship, worship yourself. Mm, you know, you put now, yourself before anything and everybody. Come on, come on. Um, so again, it's, it's about us putting, putting God first. Because that's all we have to give. That's all that really belongs to us is the praise, is the worship. That's all that we really have to give. And it's, it's just like, again, being in a natural relationship, uh, you don't want and to be in a relationship with somebody is uh, feeling obligated mm. to do something. Mm. You want them to do it because they care, That's because right. they love you. That's right. And so when we talk about worshiping God, we want to do what we do. We want to live how we live Amen. because we love him. Amen. And so that's that should be the brunt of, if you will, of our worship because we love him. So let me... Uh Look at John 4, 23, 24, and expand on this after you hear it. It says, but the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshiper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. 
for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. What does that help somebody out there today? Uh, that's, what does that scripture mean to you? Well, if we just look at just the part that says worship him in spirit and in truth, we know that God is spirit. He's, mm. he's not physical. He's a spirit. And uh, just like he's a triune being, we are triune. And so we have a spirit. We're spirit first. And so that's how we worship God from our spirit, not not necessarily from here, Come on. but from here. Come on. Um, so we worship him from our spirit as a spirit being first and foremost because God communicates to us through our spirit. Mm. And then whatever is translated to the physical or the fa mental faculties. But then when we talk about in truth, um, if we don't know what the truth is, which is God's word, Amen. Um, then we can't worship him in truth. If I don't know the truth, wow. then I can, I, my worship will, be, will not be as full as it can be. It will not really be true worship mm. because, again, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth from our spirit, but so, knowing the truth. So it goes back to Romans 12, 1, where he says, I beseech you, there, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Yes, uh, yes, 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 the living sacrifice. And we know Jesus, of course, is the ultimate sacrifice. <clears throat> Excuse me, but God does expect us to become a sacrifice. And, and that means I, I give my all, I yield my all, I surrender my all, Amen. all of my desires. I yield them to God because God, he's wisdom. He knows everything. Yes, he does. And so when, when I give it all over to him, it's not like I'm just saying, okay, whatever, whatever, case of Ross and I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, God, I trust you. Mm. God, you know more than I do. God, you know, we, the, the scripture says that he's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. Yes. But he, he knows the beginning and the end, but he also knows the in-between. And so when we, uh, again, when we worship him in spirit and in truth, I'm trusting his word because his, his word is truth. So say that again because I want everybody to hear it's a lifestyle. It's, it's, a not, it's not a song or just what we do just in church and then we turn it off after that and then there's no worship is how we live our life. It's how we live our lives. It's, 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 a, it's all about relationships. Amen. Uh, uh, you know, we know that, that, that the, the church or the, yeah, the church, the body of Christ is the bride of Christ. Yes. And so when you talk about, again, you talk about relationship when a man and a woman gets married, they're in a relationship. And so it's the same thing with God. We are his bride. And so it's, it's again, that relationship. It's a lifestyle. Mm. Again, it's, so no matter where I am, I should be living a certain way and that's that will glorify God. Amen, amen. That's going to uh, move us into our second topic, but I just want to, it says the Father is seeking mm -hmm. true worship. He's mm -hmm. seeking worshipers. Mm -hmm. And so as we have that desire to have a relationship with him, he's seeking that. And uh, so I want to talk about uh, what is prayer and, and why should we pray and what are the benefits of prayer because the Father is seeking worshipers. But what is prayer? How does, how does worship and prayer come into one? <laughs> they, they, they go hand in hand because before we pray, 
uh, and, and so the prayer that I'm talking about now is a petition where you're asking or requesting something from God. And so there, there are many forms of prayer. Um, so the, the, the normal prayer, if you will, is when people are petitioning God for something. And when Jesus gave the example to the disciples, um, uh, what we call the, the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Um, he, he told them how to start the prayer mm. off, and we start our prayer off in worship. Amen. Uh, we honor him the same way as, as someone was saying, if the president was to come into the room, you, right. would, you, would, you would stand up or judge or somebody of, of a specific honor. Uh, you would honor that person. And so when we come into the presence of the Lord, then we are to come with a certain attitude, a, a certain posture, if you will. And so when we talk about prayer, we come into his presence and coming before him. Mm. Um, and, and, and the word says also that we are to pray without ceasing. So, so it, and not to say that we go around quoting scriptures all day and eyes closed and bow down because you wouldn't get anything else done. Uh, but again, it's a lifestyle. Wow. I'm communicating with God all day. I'm praying with God all day. He says pray without ceasing, but it's, it's more of an attitude. It's a mindset. It's a lifestyle. So, so again, um, so when we're praying, it's a communicating with Amen. God. And sometimes people think you have to say things in a certain way or you have to quote scripture. And yes, when, especially when you're petitioning God for something, you're petitioning him <clears throat> based on the principles Amen. of God. So again, you have to know the word, you Amen. have to know the truth Amen. in order to, to, um, to do that. And so when we talk about prayer and we talk about communicating with God, and so I, just like we're sitting here talking now, um, I would do the same thing, or you do the same thing when you're talking to God. Yeah, obviously we don't see him, but he's right there, Amen. and we sense his presence Amen. because, again, it's that relationship. So it's a, it's a communion and a communication between man and God mm. in the spiritual realm. Amen, 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 amen. And communication goes both ways, right? Yes. Right. It's not yes. that we just talk to him or we mm -hmm. pray and we get up and that's it. You got to listen. We got to. There's an exchange. There's an exchange. So we need to slow down a little bit. Yes. Stay in that position, yes. in that place. Yes. So that we can hear what God is saying yes. to us. Yes. Instead of just giving him everything and then getting up getting and leaving. Yeah. And he's trying to speak back to us, but we're not hearing because we're not in the proper position. There it is in the proper position. Amen. So many times we'll, we'll pray whatever and then we say, well, I didn't get an answer. Did you stay to listen? So, so how would you, uh, we got to close up a little bit. How would you uh, wrap up the, the, the benefits of worship and, and the benefits of prayer for those that are, are watching us? Well, the, yeah, the word says that God inhabits the praises of his people, and we know that in the presence of God. So, again, whatever, whether it's a petition, whether you're praying for yourself or somebody else, or if you're interceding for somebody, whatever it is, there are benefits to it. Uh, if, when you come into the presence of God and you're seeking God, you, if you're feeling down and you're feeling out, then, then you can be refreshed, you can be revived, you need answers to situations, uh, how to live a better lifestyle. Um, 
you may want a promotion, you may want a husband or a wife, whatever it may be, when we come before him, so the benefits of praying, because God has given us dominion Amen. over the earth, and Amen. so uh, we we have, is what we allow, and he's, he's given us the keys to the kingdom, which is that relationship, that Amen. praying, and all of that. And so when we want to make a difference, not just in our own lives, but when we want to make a difference in the lives of others, when we want to be a blessing to others. Again, there are so many benefits. Somebody may be sick in their body, and, and God's word says that we are already healed. And so when we come before him, we don't come before him asking for something he's already given us. Mm. We come before him claiming it and thanking him for it Amen. and being in agreement with Amen. him. Amen. Um, so, so those are just some of the benefits, uh, benefits of healing, benefits of strength, benefits of a strong and healthy mind, uh, benefits of being able to get around physically because we know that God is the one who gives us breath. And if he decides for whatever reason to take that breath, that's the end of everything. And so we, we honor him and we worship him because he's God and because we're we in that relationship and Amen. we appreciate and honor and reverence Amen. him. I think that relationship piece is so crucial because that relationship piece means that we're telling him that we need you. Yeah. We're dependent on yeah. you. We, 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 we're trusting you. Yes. We want some guidance, some direction yes. in our life. So when we communicate, that prayer is a communicational channel that yes. we say, God, I need you. I need you in the center of this situation right now. Guide me, direct me as I go into this meeting, God, that, I, that, that, that when they see or hear me, they'll see your, the fruit of your spirit and they'll hear a word from me. Yeah. Yes. Yes, so yes. so that benefits is that we have God with yes, us yes, at all times. Yes, all we times. just have to humble our will to his will so that he can guide us and direct yes, us. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Well, I just want to read this, uh, the scripture, Matthew 18, 19, and 20. Uh, it almost, it, it, it piggybacks on what I just said. It says, again, I say to you, just as Jesus, if two of you agree on earth, concerning anything that they may ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven yeah. so we're we're asking god to be in the center of this in the center, in the of, center of this in everything then it says for where there's two or three that gather together in my name there i am in the in midst, the midst. and so for those of you out there we talked briefly on worship we talked briefly on prayer we just want you to know that there's power in worship and there's power in prayer. And we want God in the center of everything that we do. So we want to worship him with our lifestyle. And we want to communicate with him through our prayer. Well, Elder Gloria, we thank you so much for uh, sharing those powerful insight of, of worship and prayer with us. Don't go away. She's coming back with a word from the Lord. Yes, I'm a 
It's your boy AY repping BC crew. You already know what it is that we came to do. We be rapping and singing and filming and acting. Yes, we making moves while the rest just reacting. I'm on your day test slow. See me as I go. So while you hanging out, trying to be in my photo. Opportunities, I'm giving back to the community. Haters want to step. Give me fame, that's all you do to me. Cause people, them, they hail us like red. Then they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest. Head and shoulders like a foster. It's a parent. We got living in my heart. Victory isn't there, but now it's up, a better way. You know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating. I don't deal or no deal. I make deals. Living life in 3D. I'm so real. I am Blessings, everyone. Again, I am Gloria Holloway. I am truly excited to be with uh, Don Jenkins on the Don Jenkins Show. I am honored to be one of his guests, and as he said, the first guest. And so I, I am truly honored about that. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm honored. I'm excited that God is, is doing some things. And uh, so first of all, I want to give honor to God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of my life. And I also want to send a shout out to my bishop, Bishop-elect William Andrew Best, Jr. Amen. Amen. He is the pastor of the Voice Church, which formerly was the Worship World Church that is located in Laurel, Maryland. Uh, oh, my goodness, my goodness. And as, as uh, uh, Bishop Don, uh, so you all know him, Don the coach. I know him as Don the bishop, okay? <laughs> um, as he said earlier, the message that, was, uh, that our bishop preached on this morning, which really flows into what I want to talk to you about on this evening, and that is to obey God, to obey God. Um, the message convicted me, uh, and I thought I had uh, answered everything that the Lord was asking of me. And sometimes we think that uh, we are answering or have answered and said yes to everything. But many times God is letting us know, yeah, you did, but there's still more. And so I just, um, again, as, as I said, I was convicted and uh, uh, I'm still, I'm saying yes, Lord, to whatever the other is and whatever that looks like and whatever that, whatever that means. And so uh, uh, with this being um, uh, Bishop Don or Don the coach, I wanted to, and he's a motivational speaker. He's always motivating and encouraging others. And, and I really thank him for that, that he is, is such an encouragement and uh, um, definitely uh, motivating me and helping me to, to stay focused many times on some things. So I appreciate that. So what I wanted to talk about this evening, 
that I hope will be a uh, motivating for you. So first we're going to have a word of prayer and then uh, we'll go on into uh, what we're going to talk about. Father, we just give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, O oh God, for your graciousness and mercy. We just ask that you would have your way. Uh, speak to your people. Speak to those that don't even know you yet because we know that all things have a purpose. And so we give you the glory, honor, and we give you the praise in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Uh, so we're going to talk about the process. Amen the process, the path to your destiny. The process, the path to your destiny. So we all have a destiny. Uh, there's a reason that we all are here in the earth. God has purpose for that, that we're here for such a time as this in the earth. And so with all of what's going on all around the world, we know that there is so much that God has purpose for each and every one of us. And so uh, as I was thinking about and meditating and praying about what to talk about, and I just uh, uh, heard in my spirit the uh, process. Mm. And so um, many times we're called to do something, um, and, it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not talking about just church as a ministry. You could be called to be a lawyer. You could be called to be a street sweeper. You could be called to be a mother and not work in a, a, a secular, if you will, job. Whatever your purpose is, uh, there, there is a calling. There is a purpose. There is a plan of God. And so there is a process. And so when we talk about process, we're talking about uh, not just the preparation, but uh, what it takes for you to get to that place. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, how you, and, and many times, and I think I mentioned a little bit about that as we were talking about praise, uh, talking about prayer and worship and how our thinking really makes a difference how we think, what we think really makes a difference. And your process many times is determined by your mindset. Mm -hmm. So the process is more of a mental thing than anything else. Um, so I want to encourage you during the show. And the, and the first thing that I want to say is that you've made a great step just by tuning into this show uh, because this is, uh, again, a way to help you to be motivated, a way to help you to be encouraged. Um, somebody's out there, I'm sure, is discouraged. Somebody needs answers. Somebody needs some direction. Somebody's just feeling just confused. Somebody's just like, what in the world am I doing? But I am here to tell you, you are going through your process. And the, the more uncomfortable you may feel is the more you know you're going through a process because there's much that has to be worked out of all of us. You know, God wants to bless all of us, but he, whatever he blesses us with, again, whether it's a job, whether it's a husband, whether it's a wife, whether it's children, there is a process that's necessary for that. But in addition to that process, whatever God blesses you with, he wants you not only to receive that, but he wants you to keep it. He wants, it wants you to be able to maintain it. And, and so in order to do that, there, there, there's a process that's necessary that builds your character, that builds your integrity. But a lot of it has to do with your thinking. So no matter how tough it gets and no matter how hard the struggle uh, gets at times and no matter how unsure you may be as to what your destiny looks like, uh, even when you don't understand it, even when you, you don't agree with the process, 
We want you to, to hang in there. Don't, don't give up. Don't abort the process. Hang in there. So I'm going to look a little bit at Romans 12, 2, and this is the New Living Translation. And it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Mm. The mind, the mind, the mind. Anyway, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, and this is the New King James Version, uh, say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So what we believe makes the difference as to whether what we receive and if we receive anything. Amen. Now you're going to get something because you're going to you believe something. Now you may not be getting what you want. So if you're not getting what you want, then you need to change the way you think. And many times we we say I'm not getting what I want, but really we're getting who we are. So if you're not getting what you want, then that means you have to change who you are. Mm. And to change who you are means you have to change how you think. So again, don't resist the process because in that process, the changing of the mind happens. In that process, something new happens to you. In that process, you're getting rid of some stuff, but you're also getting some stuff. You're getting rid of the old stuff and you're getting some new stuff that's going to take you on your path to your destiny. And God knows all the twists and turns and, 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 and where we're going. And, but if we follow his lead, if we follow his lead by using his principles, then we'll end up where he wants us to, which is the best place. Now, you may have a plan and you may have already decided what you wanted to do, but did you seek the Lord to find out if that is the thing? If it's something that you're trying to do and you're, you're struggling with it and it's not happening, is it what you were created to do? So I'm going to pose quite a few questions to you, and, uh, and, and I pray that you write them down and, and think about them and, and answer them as you spend that time reflecting, thinking about what we're talking about on this evening. So again, don't resist the process. Many times people want to acquire things, and, and it could be a house. There's a process to, to purchasing a house. If you're not already in that place, you've got to do something to get in that place. And so many times people are not in that place. You may have to save some money. You might have to get your credit straight. Uh, there's some things that you have to do. So there's that process. And, and so if you go through the back door, if you will, what some uh, financiers are calling uh, creative financing, which really can get you into a whole lot of trouble because many times we want to take a shortcut. But, but in, the, in the process and where the Lord wants to take us and wanting to bless us and wanting us to hold on to and maintain that which he's blessing us with. You can't take any shortcuts. You've got to go through the process. Yes, yes, yes. So I want to quote something from one of my favorite books. It's a book written by James Allen, As a Man Thinketh. And the quote says, They themselves, uh, which, which, which are your thoughts, uh, are, are makers of themselves. They themselves are makers of themselves by virtue of the thoughts which they choose and encourage. That mind is the master weaver, both of the inner garment of character and the outer garment of circumstance. 
and that as they may have hitherto woven in ignorance and pain, they may now weave in enlightenment and happiness. Now, I think I said a mouthful right there, so we're going to break it up a little bit. So though your thoughts may have been woven in ignorance and, and in pain, they, they are able to weave or bring into your life enlightenment and happiness. This, this, is, this is something we really have to ponder because, again, uh, um, and I'm going to kind of skip a little bit because I don't want to spend too much time here, but the mind is the master weaver, mm -hmm. both of the inner garment of character and the outer garment of circumstance. Mm -hmm. The mind is the master weaver that determines your character, and your character determines your outer circumstances. So if your outer circumstances are not looking good, then you got to look at your character. And then if you look at your character, you got to look at what am I thinking. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention. And I know that it sounds easy, but it's really not. It's really not because I forgot how many thousands of thoughts goes through our minds daily or, or per second or minute or whatever, but it's astronomical. And so when you say pay attention to what you're thinking, many times we think we're paying attention to what we're thinking, but we're really not because thoughts are flowing all the time and they may not necessarily be your thoughts mm -hmm. because it comes through your mind does not mean it's your thought. Mm -hmm. Now it's when you have a, a consistent thought is really when you have to pay attention. And I think, what was I thinking? If you're feeling good one minute and then the next minute you're not feeling good or you're feeling angry or you're feeling depressed, then you have to think back, what was I just thinking? What was the thought? that just came through my mind, or how am I thinking? So again, paying attention to how you're thinking and what you're thinking. So again, many times we wonder why our lives are the way they are, which mostly has to do, again, with our thinking. How is your thought life? What do you focus on the most? This can make the greatest difference in the process to the path of, to your destiny. And, 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 and what it looks like, and what it looks like. It makes a difference in the next step and what that will look like, what that will feel like. Whatever you have allowed into your life because of wrong thinking or negative thinking does not have to stay there. <laughs> and that's the good thing. You know, life may not be what you want it to be, but bless God, it doesn't have to stay that way. You have a choice. I have a choice. We all have a choice. I'm so thankful about that. Once your mind becomes enlightened, you will be able to move past the pain, past the struggle, past the trials, and through the process, mm -hmm. and go on to the path of destiny that God has purposed. Mm -hmm. uh, part of the prayer that Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus is uh, Ephesians 1.18, and it says, The eyes of your, of your understanding be, being enlightened, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, God's calling, and what the riches of the glory of his, God's inheritance for his saints.
So again, God has a calling. God has a purpose for you, regardless to what it is. So don't compare yourself to anybody. Don't try to do what somebody else is doing. God has equipped all of us to do something. He has graced all of us. He has anointed all of us. He has empowered all of us to do something. So the question becomes, what has God empowered you to do? What has he, why are you here in the earth? Why, other than just existing and, and having a job? And if, is your job really your passion? Is it something you really desire to do? Or are you like I was many years ago that would get sick on a Sunday evening because I had to go someplace I hated the next day? I tell you, if you're doing something that you love, you are in a blessed place, a truly blessed place. So it's, it's up to you, it's up to me where we are and where we're going. <clears throat> and so again, that you may know the hope of the calling. So, so Paul is asking that the minds of the, of the church of Ephesus, the people, that they, their minds become enlightened, that they, there's a revelation, that they, they, they have an aha moment as to their existence. And so that's what the Lord is saying to us today. He wants us to have that aha moment. Am I really doing what I've been purposed to do, what God has purposed for me to do, what I've been destined to do, or am I just flowing along or doing what the status quo or society or looking looking at my circumstances and thinking I don't really have a choice but we all have a choice you could stop right now you could start right now and make a decision to make a turn around if you're not going in the direction that you want to go in you can make that decision right now it doesn't mean that it's going to be that easy so how bad do you want it or are you just going to stay there are you just want to stay with the familiar you want to stay comfortable even though you hate it it's comfortable you know Many times we think about people in relationships and we wonder, well, why didn't they leave? It, it didn't, wasn't that they liked it. It was because it was familiar. It was painful, but it was familiar. It was, it was uncomfortable, but it was familiar. If that's all you know, it's very easy to stay in that place. And so that's why in Romans 12, 2, he's saying, don't be conformed. No longer be conformed. Get your mind renewed by, by the word of God, by the principles of God. So there comes a time in the process uh, as you go on on the path of your destiny into what's considered the promised land like the Israelites, like the Israelites. Uh, um, there, there were giants in the land. God had promised them in Deuteronomy 7, 21 through 24. Uh, it says that God told them, and I'm going to, yes, just a little bit here. No, do not be afraid of those nations, for the Lord your God is among you, and he is, is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will drive those nations out ahead of you, little by little. You will not clear them away all at once. Otherwise, the wild animals would multiply too quickly for you. So I'm going to stop right there. So those giants, those enemies that's, that's in, the, in the promised land for the Israelites, if we put it in today's vernacular or today's situations, we don't have to fight like they get did against uh, people, uh, but that we have to fight against those thoughts, those, those situations, that mindset, those uh, things that's keeping us from fulfilling what God has purposed. And so as, as those things that need to be changed about in our personality, because you are a certain way does not mean you have to stay that way. You may say that's just who I am, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay that way. And so God will show us little by little as we seek him and as, 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 as 
as as uh, Coach Don was asking about worship and asking about uh, the the purpose of, of worship and the purpose of praying, and you may see some things that you want changed about you. Those are some of the things that we can pray and ask God to help us with because we all have issues. And so when we recognize those things, that those are the things that's keeping us from our destiny. And so as those things are revealed, God will reveal them little by little. And then we can deal with those things little by little because he's not going to give us too much because he said, then you won't be able to handle it. Uh, uh, so um, the verse 23, it says, but the Lord your God will hand them over to you. He will throw them into complete confusion until they are destroyed. He will put their kings in your power and you will erase their names from the face of the earth. No one will be able to stand against you and you will destroy them all. So again, we're talking about the thinking, destroying those thoughts. And, and uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians 10, it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So as we those thoughts come to mind and we know that they're contrary to the word of God, we are to cast them down, we are to recognize them, and then we are to replace those thoughts with the word of God, uh, uh, getting rid of those strongholds, anything that will hinder uh, the will of God or your, you getting to your destiny. So um, we know that as Christians, again, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against spirits in high places and principalities. And again, we cast down those thoughts, those imaginations. So what are you imagining? What are you thinking about? Again, what are you focusing on? You really got to think about it, really got to pay attention to what it is you're thinking. What is your thought life like? And then you will you'll see why your life is the way that it is. So the land that we're talking about here is the mind. We know that 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 it said that the mind is the battle. So that's where the struggle is. It's up here. It's all up here. It's all up here. You get this straight up here, then all of this out here will be straight. Amen. So you have to change your mindset, change your mindset that the mind is the master weaver. The mind is the master weaver. The mind weaves your life into the pattern that it is. And so, again, if you don't like the pattern that you got, you don't like what's laid out before you, then you change the way that you think. You can't blame people. You can't blame the white people, the black people. You can't blame the devil. You can't blame your mama, your daddy, or anybody else. At this point in your life, you can only blame you. If you're not getting what you want, you're the problem. Not anything else. Not anything anybody else. And yeah, there might be some roadblocks and some detours you have to take. But then again, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? So again, what is the vision in your mind? What are you imagining if you're not getting what it is you believe? So I'm going to talk real quick about the law of attraction, which is one of the universal laws or principles of God that um, that I want to point out that carries so much weight of what our process will be like. The law of attraction, we attract what we are. We are all magnets. The law of attraction is the idea that whatever we give a lot of attention to will become part of our lives. The theory likens us to magnets that are constantly attracting what we think about. Your thoughts and thoughts turn into things. Thoughts have energy. 
Thoughts are not just something that's fleeting. Thoughts have power. Thoughts have power. When God said that he's given us free will, what, what are you willing? What are you desiring? It's your will. God, even God can't usurp your will because that's how he set everything up. So he said, whatever you will to do, Jesus said, nevertheless, thy will. Take this cup, but nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless. And that has to be our word, nevertheless, nevertheless giving our will over to God because he is God of wisdom. He is all wisdom. He knows everything. He knows what's best. He knows what's not best. He knows should you go down that road? Should you go down that road? Who, when you should marry that? But you have a choice, though. You have a choice. You have a choice. Um, so, again, in Romans 12, 2, um, give, give over and get away from the ways of the world, thinking like the world. And so, again, I encourage you not to abort the process. Go through the process. Whatever that means, whatever that looks like, no matter how hard it is, because it's going to be worth it when you get on the other side. So I don't know what you're desiring. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what you want. Only you. And then maybe you don't know what you want. So then there comes that time of reflecting. There comes that time of devotion. There comes that time of, of spending quiet time with the Lord and, and really hearing from God. What have you purposed for this time? time and season of my life. So again, uh, your, your thoughts, your thinking really makes the difference. So we have to, and so as you're going on this journey, you want to be careful not to compare yourself to somebody else, mm -hmm. uh, not to the people that's, that's out there that we think got it going on and all of that who are more miserable nine times out of ten than you are, mm -hmm. but because they have a lot of material things does not mean that they're happy, does not mean that they're made it, does not mean that they're satisfied, does not mean that they have peace. Mm -hmm. All it means is they got stuff and things and, and they're trying to figure out who's their friend and who's not their friend. But I want to encourage you today, don't abort the process. Go through the process. Go through all of what is necessary to build your character, to build your integrity. And, and, and watch your circumstances change because your thinking has changed. One thing we know that the body goes where the mind tells it to go. The body does what the mind tells it to do. So where is your body? What is, where is your mind telling your body to go? What is, where, what is your mind telling you what to do and where to go? You have to think about those things. So what are you focusing on the most? What are you dwelling on the most? If what you're focusing on and thinking on is negative, then you're only going to draw negative. <clears throat> so the one scripture in Matthews 12, 20, 34, it says, for out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so when it's talking about the heart, it's not talking about this physical heart that's pumping blood. It's talking about your subconscious, that that's deep, deep down, deep seated and stuff buried on top of it, buried on top until you don't even know who you are because you haven't taken the time to get to know yourself. So knowing, knowing your heart, knowing who you are. And so, again, you don't get what you want. You get who you are. Who are you in your heart? What's in your subconscious? Again, it's not about the surface or the conscious mind. It's what's deep down within the essence of who you are, the consistent thoughts, the patterns. If you, if you find a pattern in your life and you find that you're keeping, you're continuing to, to draw certain type of people or, or certain types of circumstances keep coming your way, then you really have to focus. And if it's not what you want, then you got to really just sit back and reflect and think about it. What do I want? And who am I? Who am I? 
who am I? People see and people know who we are sometimes more than we do. So a changed mind brings about a changed life. Your process is many times determined by your thinking, your thought patterns. There is no element of chance. And this is the last quote I'm going to give and then I'll be done. Uh, your, your, the, and it says, uh, and this is again by James Allen from the James Allen Collection. Every man is where he is by the law of his being. The thoughts which he has built into his character have brought him there. And in the arrangement of his life, there is no element of chance, but all is the result of a law which cannot err. This is just as true of those who feel out of harmony with their, circum their surroundings as of those who are content with them. As a progressive and evolving being, man is where he is that he may learn, that he may grow. And as he learns the spiritual lesson, which any circumstance contains for him, it passes away and gives place to other circumstances. Amen. Amen. God bless you. That's all you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they, they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster, it's a parent. We got living in my heart, victory isn't there, now it's up, up, and away, you know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating, I don't deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. Wow, what a word from Elder Gloria Holloway. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The process, the path to your destiny. Wow, it all starts with your thinking. It starts and ends with your thinking. It starts and ends with your thinking. Wow, wow. I need y'all to go to CoachDonJ at gmail.com. Give me your feedback about this show, about this powerful teacher here, because I want to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back to the point where you're going to do the whole show. Don't y'all want some more of this? I believe I want, I know I want more of this. So would you come back? Sure. Would you come back? Great. Can you um, tell them how they can get in touch with you and your shows? And, and then um, I'll finish up. I'll close okay. up. So, uh, see, blogtalkradio.com at uh, Higher Design for Living, and that's the number four. Blogtalkradio.com, Higher Design for Living is uh, the website, and uh, I'm sorry, the show, the Higher Design for Living show, and also the same for the Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor Time of Intercession. Uh, you can reach me at 240 619 8331. 
240-619-8331. And our website is higherdesignforliving.com. Higher Design, the number four, living.com. If this word touched you, if this word spoke to you, please give us feedback. Go to her website. Go to my email, coachdonjay at gmail.com. Or you can call me at 240-712-4266. We want to hear from you. This is what this show is all about, is to empower you, to encourage you, to motivate you to grow and to go to the next level. I don't know about you, but I have made up in my thinking. I have made up in my mind. I'm going to the next level. And my job in, as a coach is to inspire you and to and motivate you and to encourage you to get better, to get better, to get better so that you can go higher in your, your, your lifestyle with God so that you can be in the greater place that God has you to be. We hope you enjoyed this show. Elder, I really need you to come back and bless us with some more with this powerful teaching. Thank you so much. It was an honor that you were, were my first guest. i never forget this for life. God <laughs> used you in a great and mighty way. Can you just close us out with prayer real quick? Father, we thank you. We glorify you, God. We ask, oh God, that you will continue to touch the hearts of the listeners and even our hearts, oh God, that we all may come up higher in you, yes. that you may be glorified. God, may your blessings be upon the show, oh God, and even upon this radio station. Father, we thank you and we glorify you in Jesus' name. In Jesus amen. Name. Amen, amen, and amen. See you next week. That's all you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they, they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster as a parent. We got living in my heart, victory is in